Hello. Welcome to another episode of Skincare Made Simple. I'm your host, Ella Elston. I'm a licensed esthetician turned stay-at-home mama. So I've left the spa and now take clients virtually, host rooms on the social app Clubhouse, post a whole lot on Instagram, and now do a skincare podcast so we can make skincare simple again. There's so many and tricks and bits of advice out there to follow, and it can be hard to know which ones will be right for your skin. So let's get back to the basics and make healthy, clear, radiant skin accessible to everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Skincare Made Simple. Today's episode is being brought to you from my beautiful back porch. It is such a lovely, lovely day here in Tennessee today and I want to spend every chance I can outside right now. So if you hear a bird or the occasional car drive by, that would be why. Please forgive that, but I can't bring myself to sit inside and record this on such a beautiful day. So in our last episode, we talked about all things exfoliation, and today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter and a little more information on exfoliation. Today we're going to talk about formulations of exfoliants and what to look for. Now that you know what what type of exfoliant you need, do you need a chemical or a physical? If you're using a chemical, which sort of acid are you using? We talked about all of that in the last episode, so if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend going and checking that out. But today we're going to talk about what to look for in your exfoliant. So now that you know what type you need, how do you know which one is right? So let's get into it. There are two main formulations of exfoliation. So you're going to have a wash-off formula and a leave-on formula. Let's talk about wash-off formulas first. Wash-off formulas are typically going to be your face washes or scrubs, but these can also include face masks. Now, I don't typically recommend using a face wash for your exfoliants unless you're choosing to go with a physical exfoliant and you're using a scrub. Scrubs are nine times out of 10, a wash off formula. However, if you're using a chemical exfoliant, I would definitely go with a leave on formula where the exception for this is, is going to be your face masks. So face masks are designed to do everything they need to do in the three to five minutes or 15 to 20 minutes, depending on the mask that they are left on the skin. So they are going to drive those ingredients into the skin properly with still being washed away. Aside from that, I would highly recommend if you're using a chemical exfoliant, go with a leave-on formula. These are best in serums or oils. You can find them in moisturizers. However, your moisturizer should be there to nourish the skin, not there to exfoliate your skin. So when I talk about leave-on formulas, I'm talking about serums and oils. We want to look for serums and oils for our chemical exfoliants because we want to give those ingredients time to do what they need to do on the skin. Again, with face masks, even though you wash them off, they are specifically formulated to do what they need to do in that short amount of time that they are on your skin. Whereas leave-on formulas are typically more of a slow release and really get the exfoliation done over time. This is another reason that we exfoliate at night. 
your skin will naturally repair itself, exfoliate itself, and do any sort of rebuilding of the barrier that it needs to do while you're sleeping. So exfoliating at night will help to aid in this process. If your skin is already going through this process, then using a leave-on chemical exfoliant at night will help further this along. But I don't recommend using an exfoliation in your face wash or your moisturizer is simply because those items should be used to nourish your skin. You don't need to be exfoliating every single day. And that's why we have the lovely four night rotation that we talked about in the last episode. Now, another reason that I don't recommend having your exfoliants in your face wash and moisturizer is simply because you don't need to exfoliate every single day. So a few episodes back, we talked about our barrier layer and how one of the ways that our barrier can become compromised is by over exfoliation. Now, putting an exfoliant in a cleanser or a moisturizer and using those every day, even twice a day, that's just so much exfoliation, you're not gonna have anything left to exfoliate. I highly recommend having your exfoliant be a leave-on serum or oil or a mask. Now, masks can be masks that you sleep in. There are plenty of sleep masks out there, or it can be a mask that you leave on for a set amount of time and wash off. I will caution you if you are using a mask that you wash off and it has an exfoliant in it, please pay attention to the length of time that it says to leave it on. If it says three to five minutes, don't leave it on for 10 minutes. Set a timer and wash it off when it says to. It's only supposed to be left on the skin for three to five minutes because it's a powerful dose of that exfoliant. So please pay attention to those instructions. There's a very common at-home peel, the brand The Ordinary. They have their AHA BHA peel, and it's this red liquid that became very, very popular on social media a couple years ago when the brand first launched. And we, I was seeing people over and over again, leaving it on for 10, 15, sometimes even 20 minutes. And though, and that became such a big problem in the skincare world. No, go inside. I, beautiful, I'm working, go inside. I already asked you to stay inside. So there's a brand called The Ordinary that came out with an at-home peel called their AHA BHA peel. And it's this red liquid that became super popular on social media. And I was seeing people leave it on for 10, 15, sometimes even 20 minutes when the directions say three to five minutes. And what people were ending up doing is destroying their skin. They would leave it on and then their skin would be all sensitive. Yes maybe immediately their skin would feel really soft or it would help to brighten a little bit because it is exfoliating and that is one of the benefits of exfoliation it helps with tone it helps with texture it can help your skin not look as dull however they were doing this and people would do it once twice sometimes three times a week and leave it on for way longer than it needed to be left on and as a result the skincare world the professional side of skincare was seeing and as a result, estheticians and dermatologists were all seeing these clients come in 
who had used this mask and completely destroyed their skin. Now, some people were dealing with more breakouts because they didn't have their barrier layer, but most people were dealing with these incredible sensitivities and dryness and hyperpigmentation and fine lines and all of these negative things that we don't want to deal with with our skin. Everything that basically we're trying to prevent. So that is my word of caution there. If you are going to be using a mask with an exfoliation in it, please pay attention to the length of time it says to leave it on. Leaving it on longer, using it more often does not mean better, faster results. It means a destroyed barrier layer and negative results. So please just pay attention to that, especially if you're using one with a high concentration of acids in it. Now. I mentioned the Ordinary AHA BHA peel, but I will say, though it is hard to beat that price point that the Ordinary is set at, that is not a product or a brand that I recommend. Uh, there are much better things that you can get if you're willing to spend just a smidgen more. So we're going to leave that right there. The Ordinary can be a whole nother topic. So back to exfoliation. So I do highly, highly recommend leaving your exfoliants to being serums oils or the mask. Now, with that being said, so let's move on to another aspect of the formula. And that's going to be if it has multiple acids in it. So you'll see a lot of labels that say AHA, BHA peel or AHA, BHA exfoliants, anything like that. And those are something that and that's something that is fantastic. You want to see multiple acids used in the formula if you're going with a chemical exfoliant, simply because acids work really well together. There are a couple that are just best friends that work beautifully together. Like we have alzaic acid and salicylic acid are besties. They are gonna be great for calming down inflammation. Alzaic acid helps to calm down redness. Uh, salicylic acid will help to fight breakouts and will help to reduce the inflammation there. Those two are just a wonderful combination and good for sensitive skin. So sensitive acne prone skin, alzaic acid and salicylic acid, that will be your combo. Then you have others like glycolic acid and lactic acid. Those two, if you need a really intense exfoliation, those are going to be the two that you want to look for together. Now with that, we're not going to go and take a glycolic acid serum and a lactic acid serum and put them both on on one night. That is not what we're doing here. What we're doing is looking for a formula that has multiple acids already formulated together. We're not going to go and mix and match different acids from different products, different brands, even if it's the same brand. It is not your job to mix the acids together. We want to look for acids that are already formulated together. Now, that being said, a lot of these, like I mentioned, you'll see a lot of different ones that say AHA, BHA peel. If you're not dealing with acne, then those aren't necessary for you. I'm a big fan of not using ingredients on your skin that your skin doesn't need. If you're not dealing with breakouts, then you don't need the BHA aspect. You don't need the salicylic acid. While salicylic acid does have great properties to help to calm any inflammation in the skin, the main thing that salicylic acid is going to do is going to be to clear out those pores and help with breakouts. If you're not somebody dealing with breakouts, why put an unnecessary ingredient on your skin? 
So pay attention to what your skin needs and look for a formula that has those in it. So uh, like mentioned in the last episode, if you're dealing with hyperpigmentation and fine lines, glycolic acid is for you. If you're dealing with tone and texture, then lactic acid is for you. If you're dealing with sensitive red skin, alzaic acid is for you. And then of course, breakouts would have salicylic acid. These are not the only four exfoliants. These are going to be the most common exfoliants and acids that you will see, but these are this is far from a full list. So keep that in mind. There are many different others. There are six different AHAs. There are two that we see used more often than others. You will see citric acid in a lot of products. Now let's talk about one last aspect of formulation. So this is a question that I get quite a lot and that's simply, okay, my product hat and that's simply someone saying, okay, I have this product. It's not meant to exfoliate, but it has citric acid in it, which is an AHA. Is this product exfoliating? And that is a fantastic question. A lot of times the answer is going to be no. So citric acid helps to preserve your products. So if you see it way down on the ingredient list, it's there as a preservative or it's there as a, an ingredient enhancer rather than as an exfoliant. If it's way down on the ingredient list, if you don't know, ingredient lists are listed by most in the product to the least amount in the product. So if it's way down on the ingredient list, then it's not going to have enough citric acid in it to actually cause any exfoliation. So there are certain levels within formulas that your exfoliant will not exfoliate. So if it's below a certain amount, then it just won't exfoliate your skin. So we also need to look at the pH of things when it comes to that as well. And brands are becoming more aware of sharing what pH a product is. Your skin's natural pH sits at a 5.5. So uh, if you are unaware, seven is neutral. It's a scale of one to 14. A one is going to be as acidic as it gets. A 14 is going to be as alkaline as it gets. So uh, your skin is slightly acidic. To get that exfoliation property, it needs to sit between a three and a four. There are some exfoliants for professional use only that are closer to like a 2.5. Some of them are a two, but I believe only dermatologists can use those and those are used very sparingly. So if it has the option to see the pH of the product and you're looking for a good exfoliation, you wanna look for it to be between a three and a four on the pH scale. You can also get your own pH strips and test those out if you want. You can get pH strips off Amazon. I find this really fun and I like to see the pH of my products fairly often. So if you would like more information about that, let me know. We can talk more about the pH of products and what levels we really want to look for them at. So overall, just to do a simple little recap, we want our formula to be either a mask when we're paying attention to the length of time it's supposed to be there or a serum or oil. We do not want our exfoliation to be in our cleanser or our moisturizer because those two should just simply be to nourish the skin. We also don't need to exfoliate every single day. We're gonna get ourselves on a good four night rotation. For the 
Next, we want to look for a formula that has multiple acids mixed together. Acids are friends. Acids work well together, but we are not the chemists. We are not going to be the ones to decide which acids we are going to mix. You want to look for a formula that has different acids in it, but we also want to pay attention to what those acids are. If you don't need the benefits from a certain acid, then don't put your skin through that. If you don't need acne help, then don't use a salicylic acid. If you're not dealing with hyperpigmentation, then don't worry about adding in a glycolic acid. So keep in mind what acids do what and go from there. You can also, if you want to get a little extra with it, you can have more than one exfoliant and on your exfoliation night of your four night rotation, you can use whichever one your skin needs at that time. I personally have a salicylic acid that I love and I use that only when I'm breaking out. If I'm not breaking out, then I'll use my glycolic acid formula because I scar easily. So I have a lot of hyperpigmentation that I'm dealing with. And tone and texture issues aren't really a big deal for me, so I don't really use lactic acid that much. So pay attention to what your skin needs. You can have more than one product and use them just when your skin needs it. You don't have to use the exact same exfoliants every time you exfoliate. So there are many different options there. It's all about finding the right balance with your products and go from there. So that is going to be it for today's episode. I hope that this helped you figure out which formula you need now that you know which exfoliant you need. However, if you still need help, if you still don't know where to start with this, in the show notes down below, there is a link to get to the website called Shop My Shelf. There are two lovely, lovely options there on Shop My Shelf. You can either, one, Shop My Shelf. You can see a full list of shelves, if you will, that have different products that I highly recommend for different skin concerns, different skin types, all of that different sales going on if there are sales going on then i'll have those sales will have a shelf and i'll put the date of the sale so you know that you're not shopping an old sale and there are lots of great products on there i can pick from literally any product in the world yes they are commissionable links but they're all my honest opinion the other option on shop my shelf is my consults i have two different consults a free one and a paid one and those will give you such a good start to your skincare. If you really don't know where to start, then go and fill out one of those two consults. The free one has six or seven questions. The paid one has, I think, 16 questions. And that just gives me more information about your skin so I can make sure that the advice that I'm giving you, the recommendations that I'm giving you, will all work for your skin. Now, the other link down there is going to be to my Instagram. That is where I am most active. So come and hang out with me. I post reels pretty much daily. You know, life gets in the way sometimes and I may miss a day here or there. But for the most part, we've got daily Instagram reels. I'm active on my stories daily as well. I'm trying to find new ways to make it fun. So if you're not hanging out with me over on Instagram already, please come and say hi give me a follow. We can be friends. I can help you with your skin some more. And then again, if you have not had enough of me yet today, I do host rooms on the app Clubhouse twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. They're all about skincare. Last week we did a really fun skincare trivia. Someone won a coffee on me and 
it's a lot of fun over there as well. So those are all the different places that you can find me. And of course, I will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Skincare Made Simple. I appreciate you hanging out with me today. Thank you for everybody who has left your review on whatever platform you listen on. I appreciate them. I read all of them. They make me so happy, especially since I don't get notified before them. So I'll just randomly log on and see new reviews. So that's a lot of fun. And I appreciate that. So if you found this episode helpful, useful, informative, entertaining, anything like that, please uh, share it, uh, like it, subscribe, follow, whatever, whatever platform you're on, whatever that platform wants you to do. It would mean a lot to me if you did it. And I will see you back here or talk to you back here on next Tuesday. Bye, y'all.